Are you struggling with your canter leads on landing from a feint? Maybe you start off on one rein and you have to change rein after the feints and you're finding that you have to keep coming back to trot after the feints because your horse, you just can't get him to land on the correct lead. Well, if that's the case, today is the day for you. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast for equestrians like yourself all over the world helping you to, well, take a couple of different issues to do with horse riding and get a little bit more clarity on them so you can actually go and make it happen for you and your horse. What we want to do is improve the conversation between horses and riders. We want to have just that both of you are well, you're more fluent in the language of riding and that you're getting on better. And of course, better means it's a more subtle conversation, it's a more enjoyable conversation, and, well, you're only really talking when you have to say something. Otherwise, you're quite happy to sit in quietness together until you do have something worthwhile to say. So if you're interested in finding out more about how you can improve the conversation with your horse, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join um, and I will tell you about how we could work a little bit more together um, in order to help you and your horse have those better conversations. But taking it back to today, and today is a topic that I find so many riders um, struggle with with their horses and it's the fact that they've kind of got to the point where they're jumping they're happy they're popping over the fences everybody's happy they're having a great time and then they want to take it to the next level where it's not like where you're not giving yourself a pat on the back every time you get over the fence you're kind of you've done that you've mastered that bit now the next level is actually making it all work together and maybe putting four five seven ten fences or just two fences in a row one after the other and actually keep everything flowing all the way between the fences because as I mentioned it's not the fences that are the issue it's the bit between the fences that everyone has problems with and one of the big things is that when they're landing from a fence the horse is on the wrong lead he's landing on the wrong lead and the reader have to, having to do a flying change or they're having to bring it as I said transition back to trot and then transition on to, into canter again to get onto the correct lead but whatever the case is it is really and truly well, it does not lend itself to that flow that we spoke of between the fences, okay, and getting from fence to fence. So how do we tell our horses that we want them to change lead in the air over the fence? Now, the first thing I'm going to suggest you do here is very often riders are trying to do this over small fences, okay? Yes, you can do it over a small fence, but what tends to happen is there isn't really enough time for the rider themselves to get a little bit of clarity on what they're trying to do, meaning that they're asking in a very muddled or jumbled way, okay? They're not being very clear with the horse. So what I would suggest doing is working over fences that are maybe 60 or 70, 70 centimeters. So maybe two foot, two foot four, there, thereabouts, okay? Um, and then working on that height of fences as you're doing this. Now, of course, you can work over larger fences or bigger fences, and you can work over smaller fences. Hey, you can do this over a pole if you wanted, but I'm just trying to give you a way that maybe will get you some good results, okay? So working over bigger fences. The next thing is I want you to be very clear on where your weight is before the fence. So let's say, for example, we are approaching the fence. We are on the right canter lead, okay? So the horse is leading to the right, okay? He's on the right canter lead and you're coming to the fence. Now, ideally, we would want your inside leg a little bit more weighted there, okay? 
your right leg. There'd be a little bit more weight there. And what we could then do is we could transfer that, we could shift that. So as we're actually telling the horse or we're asking the horse for to make that shift as well. One of the big things to kind of understand about horses is they want to try and keep the two of you upright, okay? So wherever you shift, they'll try and shift underneath you to make that happen, okay? For the most part, okay? Um, no, they do. They will. That shift will result in the horse shifting, okay? But what very often happens is the rider is actually sitting incorrectly on the approach to the fence. This is why getting really clear on what you're doing before the fence is so important. Remember, jumping is nothing, well, it's, it's very little to do with the actual fence itself. It's all about what's happening before the fence and what's going on after the fence, okay? So we want to make sure that our weight is on the correct side. And by weight, it's not that you're leaning to one side because very often that will have the actual kind of <clears throat> completely reverse effect of shifting our whole seat over to the outside, which we don't want to happen either, okay? Weighting, it just means that you have a little bit more weight dropped into that inside heel and you've also then elongate it's like you it's it's more to do with your core than it is to do with the rest of your body and I'm actually going to leave um some I'll put some links to other episodes that we've done on this about your weight and your seat bones and using your weight and things like that and I'll put them in the show notes for this episode as well okay so or the blog post for this episode so if you just go to stridesforsuccess.com and you search, there's a little search bar there, you search for correct lead after a fence and you will find that there, okay? It'll all be there waiting for you and you can um, check out all those other episodes as well. I'll put links to them. But yeah, you want to just make sure that you're correct going to the fence. Now, the other thing that you could do is horses like to have a way to go, okay? I call it a door. So very often you have to open a door to show your horse which way you want the horse to go. And you could do this through your rein, okay? You could use your rein, a more open rein, to show the horse which lead. And you're doing this because basically you're showing the horse which way he wants to go and he is going to usually in his head say, okay, well, I'm going to track left let me do a quick swap here and I will land on the left and off we will go, okay? And there you go, you can then continue on on the left lead, okay? Now, the downside to this way of doing it, um, and while it, it's fantastic, very often because you've opened that door, the shoulders tend to follow. <laughs> So the shoulders, the shoulders will go through the door first, okay? So you actually get off of your line. So we all know how important lines are when we're riding and particularly when we're jumping. It means that your line goes, well, a little for a ball, okay? Um, you're you're kind of, let's again use the, the example that we're on the right lead, we're traveling to the fence and we want the horse to change onto the left lead as he lands, okay? So we would open our left rein, but very often what will happen is the horse will then come to the left. Now, if you are indeed tracking left after that fence, it might not be the worst thing in the world and you could definitely maybe make it up. You can you can correct. But the problem here comes in is if maybe you have a related distance or a combination and you do you want the, the change to happen but you want the horse to stay online. So that can be something that you're going to have to definitely have a look at. Now, I just want to bring this back to the weight again. So we said about weighting the leg, uh, weighting the leg, <laughs> weighting your inside leg. And what I would suggest you do is as the horse is going over the fence, you want to make a shift in your weight. Now, very often, remember, th this is the piece riders forget. They think they have to like throw their body one way or the other. No, you don't. 
A shift in the weight can be made simply, sometimes, by turning your head. And I'm sure if you've ever had a riding lesson, your instructor would have been shouting at you to look at the next fence or look for the next fence as you're going over the fence. And this is obviously not just so as you remember where you're going and you know where you're going. It is also to get that shift, to make the shifts begin to happen. Because these shifts at the end of the day, when you get to a point where your feel is really and truly let's say, very tuned into the horse, okay? These are not shifts that you think about. These just happen. They happen for you in the saddle. And if you can start working these into right now in your way of riding, you'll find that later as maybe you progress or you begin to jump higher or whatever the case is, you don't need need to jump higher at all. And if you want to stay at that, that's also fine. But that it will become so, it, it doesn't, it becomes I suppose, automatic, okay? You're not having to think about it, which means you can actually focus your attention on other issues that you're having, okay? So that's a nice way of doing it. So thinking about just turning your head and looking the way you want to go. And if you wanted to, you could then maybe allow your shoulders to follow suit a little bit, okay? So your shoulders could then follow that, follow that motion a little bit of where you're looking and where you want to go. And you will often find that that in itself is enough to affect the weight in the saddle. Now, if you don't believe me on this, I'm going to suggest you get onto your trusty exercise ball and you try it on the exercise ball and notice how a simple turn of your body and just a very small, a very, and even just of your head and neck can be enough to change the weight. Now, it does, again, coming back to responsiveness in the horse, it depends how you and your horse have been talking to each other <laughs> up to this point. So if you've been doing an awful lot of blabbering on about nonsense, your horse probably is not going to be listening to you so well. So it's up to you to really and truly refine that conversation by, again, only speaking to your horse when you have something worthwhile to say, okay? Very important. And what I mean there is by using your aids. I'm not talking about, you can talk to your horse all day long if you want to. That's not what we're chatting about here. What I mean is your actual aids, that you're only applying your aids and you're only asking for your horse's attention when you do have something worthwhile to ask your horse to do okay so that's important as well okay so let's just recap here first and foremost make sure that you are correct on your approach make sure that you're sitting pretty that you're sitting correct that you've weighted the inside leg a little bit and then get really clear on where you want to go afterwards the line okay as you're in the air you can shift your weight a little bit so from inside to outside so all you're doing is swapping inside becomes outside outside becomes inside everything's going to change over you can open your inside hand if you want a little bit open a door give the horse somewhere to go it's a little indication to the horse of where to go and then finally making sure that you are most certainly looking where you are going as you go over the fence and I would even even say at this point it is as you're in mid-air you're already thinking about that next fence you're already plotting your line and if you're plotting your line that means you're looking at the line and you're riding that line and that is going to make enough I would say subtle shifts in your body for your horse to begin picking up on and for him to make the change. Now, of course, you want to also make sure that your horse is, well, sound as a bell and make sure that there's no issues going on with his back or anything else that maybe might be preventing him back or legs. Um, I suppose any part of his body really, eh? Um, tack fitting, teeth, all those fun things. Make sure that there's no issues going on that of course would be hindering him or making it uncomfortable for him to land on a correct lead. But if we know that all that is fine, that is how you can start working on that today. Okay, enjoy it and I'll chat to you soon. Be good, bye.